So about uh, 10 years ago, I had a couple of minor dental problems, nothing serious, uh, but I had to go to uh, some... I went to a dentist while I was over in Italy, and then I went to one back here in Ireland. And uh, there was just a, a, a remarkable difference between the two. Uh, so the, den the, the dentist in Italy was uh, a guy who, I guess, you know, he'd been doing this for years, so he just, I guess, the idea of inflicting pain just didn't really bother him. Uh, so uh, before he'd give you the injection, he would say, okay, this, this is going to hurt a little, it's going to hurt a little, it's going to hurt a little, it's going to hurt a little. And the more he'd tell you it's going to hurt a little, the more you get tense, the more you get tense, the more you get tense. And then you can feel the, the cold stainless steel syringe going into your mouth, and then the cold stainless steel needle going into your gum, and then the cold injection going into the side of your face, and then... <laughs> uh, but the more, he, the more he tried to prepare you for it, the more he made it worse. Uh, then there was a, a, a lady in her, a lady dentist here in Ireland, and she was just amazing. She was fantastic. She'd, uh, so um, I, uh, I was just sitting in the chair, and she said, well, are you going anywhere nice for the summer? Yeah, I said, I'm thinking of going back to Italy. She said, really? Oh, yeah. And injects, injecting the thing without me even noticing. I said, that was, that was amazing. <laughs> you know, how did you do that? <laughs> but, uh, but it was just the very same thing, the same action, right? The injection into the gum, the very same action, but one was... <laughs> bordering on torturous, and the other was painless. It's just, just, just uh, so, so good. Anyway, um, the reason I say this is when we think about the Lord acting in our souls, we think about the Lord maybe changing things or pruning things, I think if we, if we face this, bracing ourselves for pain, bracing ourselves for impact, bracing ourselves for, for loss, uh, then, then it hurts a lot more. So any, any conversion, we've spoken about this a couple of times over the last couple of weeks, but conversion implies change. You know? So if we're going to convert, any conversion means change. How can you convert and stay the same? I mean, conversion means change of direction. So if we allow the Lord to work in us, it, it, it will have to mean something changes, something. Do you know, otherwise, otherwise, I mean, we stay exactly the same. Do you want to stay exactly the same? Now, maybe you do. That's, that's kind of another an issue for another day, really. That's a bit of a problem if you don't want to change, if you don't want to grow, if you don't want to heal, if you don't want to know the Lord better. There's a problem there. There's a real problem there. Dare I say it's, there's an effort there to control, to control too much, to control uh, so much that God has no room in your life anymore. On the other hand, uh, when, we, when we trust him and we allow him <coughs> into our lives then to, to, to prune or to change or to heal, uh, then we will see we will see great things, but do we want that, or does it scare us? Because if it scares us, and then we're so kind of intimidated by the fact that God might change something in me, well, then I think we'll find we keep Him at arm's length. We'll we'll keep Him away. We'll just observe the faith as a spectator, but not really allow Him in, not allow Him to change in here. And, and, and see, like change, change isn't, if God is doing the changing, then change isn't a bad thing. If God is doing the changing, if he's the one directing the change, then it's not a bad thing. And we should probably phrase that positively. If God is doing the changing, then the change that he's bringing about is a good thing. Why? Because he's a loving father. God is a loving father. Anything he wants to change, he's right. He's right to change it. It needs to be changed because our all-knowing, all-merciful, all-loving Father believes so. So 
so that is, therefore is the case. Anything he wants to change is a good thing. So in our reading today, we have this, this uh, it's from the Hebrews, but it speaks about uh, the Lord as, as the good shepherd. And he says, I pray to the God of peace, who brought our Lord Jesus back from the dead to become the great shepherd of the sheep by the blood that sealed an eternal covenant. So how, how did he become a shepherd? Just by getting some sort of a title? Just by, by being born in some sort of a bloodline? No. Uh, he becomes a shepherd by dying for us. So again, this is underlining that we can trust him. So he becomes a shepherd, okay, by uh, sealing, his, sealing by the blood that sealed an eternal covenant. May he make you ready to do his will in any kind of good action and turn us all into whatever is acceptable to him. To turn us into whatever is acceptable to him. Well, that means to change us, surely. To change us into whatever is acceptable to him. And sometimes when we hear that, I mean, maybe this is my reaction as well, but, but when I hear that, I'm, I don't know if I want to change. I don't know if I want, I don't know if I want to kind of give anything up. I don't know if I want to let go of, uh, we think of maybe those of us doing Exodus 90. For those who might know, Exodus 90 is an initiative that started a couple of years ago uh, in the States, I believe. Um, men who, who wanted to delve into their faith in a new way. So based on the book of Exodus, they see how the people are enslaved in, in Egypt. God wishes to free his chosen people the Jews, the Hebrews, from oppression through Moses and, and lead them through the, the Red Sea into new life, into the promised land. And so this, this idea then is used to free contemporary modern men from the slavery of sin, lead us through a time of persecution maybe in the wilderness, a time of difficulty, a time of purification, into the promised land. And that 90 days is often required before we can start a new uh, habit. To, to, to break the, 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 the cycle of old bad habits and to <coughs> start some new good ones. So, again, we think about Exodus, sometimes we can kind of recoil, oh, it means no desserts, it means no eating between meals, it means no soft drinks, it means no, no hot showers. It does mean shower, though. It does mean shower, just not hot. Okay. Maybe a little tepid. <laughs> uh, but... Okay, so when we think of these things, uh, again, we can kind of brace ourselves for, oh, this is all pain, this is all suffering, this is all negative, this is all heavy. Instead of thinking, what if the Lord wants to do something good here? What if the Lord is going to do something in me that will free me from my phone, from wasting my time, from uh, my addiction to, to, to food, my dependence on applause, whatever it is that, 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 that the Lord reveals that needs healing. If the Lord reveals it and wants to prune this from us, it is a good thing. It really is. And I think, bless, if we could at all, what about? What about considering our conversion? What about considering the Lord <coughs> turning us into whatever is acceptable to him? What about, what about looking at this with excitement rather than fear and trembling? What about thinking, Lord, you're going to do amazing things in me? What about, Lord, you're actually going to heal the deepest recesses of my soul that I've hidden from so many people for so long. Lord, you can do these things. You can actually set me free also from myself. You can heal the wounds of rejection. You can heal the wounds of grief. You can heal the wounds uh, of addiction. Lord, you can do these things. 
You can turn me into, into, into someone so, so saintly, acceptable to you. I should be excited about that. I should look forward to that. This is going to be good. If you think of uh, Revelation 21, where the, 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 the one sitting on the throne says, See, I make all things new. See, I make all things new. And in part, of, part, of, part of today, Natalie, he's saying that to you. See, Natalie, today I make you new. I make all things new. I make you new, Kieran. I make you new. I restore you. What a, what a beautiful thing to, what a beautiful reality, what a beautiful truth. I make you new. Let me. Let me. Trust me enough to, to do what needs to be done so that you can be set free. So we ask the Lord today. As we offer this vote of mass to our blessed lady. To renew our faith that whatever the Lord wants to do in us is for our good. Whatever the Lord wishes to grant us is for our good. Whatever the Lord wishes to prune from us is for our, is for our good. May the Lord, the good shepherd, set us free, heal our wounds and draw us always to himself. <laughs>